Good. Scott Drew making his, oh, I don't know, Scott. I want to have you weekly, obviously. We may do it every other week. Uh, I just love any time you'll come on with me. Welcome back <laughs> to the Matt Mosley show on a game day, no less. I mean, it's kind of cool to get you in the aftermath. You probably have the film up, kind of see it, kind of breaking it down. The John Brown uh, <laughs> victory. You pull away and beat him by 26. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing great. Thank you. You know, uh, uh, Jason Besta is the coach of uh, John Brown. And yeah. Ty Beard was his assistant for a while, but Jason was our first year here was a GA to help this rebuilding process start, and he's done a great job with them. So it's uh, uh, good to see uh, him doing well, and he's excited about his team, um, and we were excited about having him back and giving his team this opportunity. So it was, it was good all around. Y'all added this game at some point, and and you probably could have used a little more rest or practice or whatever. Uh, but you always see the silver lining. You know, you will have some quick turnarounds this season. Now, I don't know if you always are dying to do that like early. You know, this early, but you got one. I mean, y'all got back like three or four in the morning. I bet you were kind of waiting to see. Okay, let's see what I get from my guys. Um, I thought the legs probably weren't totally back, right? But And that may have impacted the three-point shooting wasn't great. But I didn't think the energy was bad. These are just Mosley opinions. Uh, but what did you – what were your uh, – what were your thoughts? Because you kind of in your mind knew what you thought you might see. Did what you see in the first half kind of confirm what you thought you would see on such a quick turnaround? Uh, well, you always you, you always hope for the best. So, I mean, I, I was hoping to be up yeah. forty and uh, uh, and uh, <laughs> relaxing a lot more. But um, I, I think I think uh, um, it was it, it was a great learning experience for us. And we knew Jason does a great job, uh, best of coaching. And we knew that uh, they wouldn't let us get in transition. They wouldn't come down and take crazy shots. Um, they'd work the ball. And what we were able to do is. Um, play a lot of guys. I um, uh, think we had 10 in double-digit minutes. Uh, and we would have had 11 in double-digit minutes if um, uh, John was called out for his jersey being untucked. So my, my point was we want to play a lot of people. And I thought we did wear them down the last 10 minutes of the game. Our defense really picked up and got a lot of stops. You got in transition. Um, but it was really good for us learning experience-wise because – we're going to play sometime Saturday, Monday. And with the new travel in the Big 12, I mean, you might be in West Virginia and then in, in, in at BYU and back home and whatnot. And, uh, um, so you year in and year out when you don't know, uh, you want to get used to that. And um, the defense has got to travel. The other thing is you got to be able to score in the paint. And we are able to score in the paint. And uh, I think that will bold well for us this year. From the standpoint, you're five for 23 from three, and we had good looks, which means again it's hard to get back at 3:30 in the morning, get to bed by five, um, and and the next day is, is, is a, you're exhausted. Uh, you play a game early the next day. Like this will be as tough a turnaround we'll have if it's not for uh, a back-to-back game, which uh, would be conference tournament or a possible MTE. So. Um, I think you're able to learn a lot from a game like this. Now, what did uh, 
John gets called out for his jersey being untucked, that would seem like the referees would have that to say. But did you did you get on to him too? Because <laughs> he didn't he didn't really play a whole lot today. What was the yeah, what was the uh, situation there? Well, no, no, normally that's something where they don't uh, uh, they don't call that as much. But I guess they they're enforcing it. So um, uh, the plan was to play him another rotation, but that that cut that rotation straight. And at the end of, end of the day, playing mm. eleven guys, it's hard to get everybody minutes. But uh, it was great to, mm-hmm. to give everyone a chance to get out there and um, uh, play their first home game. And you know, uh, uh, at the free throw line, you're usually a little nervous. Uh, uh, that first game, you're back on the free throw line, so it's good to. Uh, get some of those free, free throw free throw misses out early um, before uh, uh, this this Sunday against Gardner Webb and um, just like, you know quick we, we we can go back talk about Auburn we can talk about John Brown but Gardner Webb I mean they they Gardner Webb had uh, last year uh, or this year seven of their top ten returning they had eleven losses by two possessions or less um, our fans will obviously know North Carolina they lost. Uh, two possession game there, 72-66, and they lost to Colorado State, 65-63. So, um, uh, uh, a veteran team returning a lot. Um, we got to be ready to go. So it's good early game recovery, prep uh, Friday, prep Saturday, and play. What was your biggest takeaway? I want to go back to Auburn. Um, I mean, that was a really nice win, a good finish. Y'all were down 75-69. You were down 77-72, and then it was like winning time. I've seen you guys do that in the past, but you never know when it's a lot of new people if it's going to go that way. Uh, It Uh did go that way. So, I mean, obviously that was the greatest thing about it is you found a way to win the game. But what was the – what was the biggest uh, positive and then and then and then the biggest uh, negative? I, I would I would think uh, you know obviously turnovers got better in the second half, but it's something you'll you'll emphasize. Um, what were what were your big what's your what was your biggest takeaway from that win? Well, I think I think uh, um, uh, the toughness and grit that the team played with with a lot of new guys down the stretch first time. Uh, you're down five. We, we won the last five minutes by, I think, ten points. So it uh, um, uh, shows you uh, Charlie Melton, Dave Snyder, made sure we were in good shape, ready to go, and uh, healthy enough to, uh, and for the first game of the year to be able to, to play in a taxing game and finish strong. Um, at the same time, uh, like you said, uh, uh, first half, way too many turnovers, not enough assists, not enough ball movement. And second half, I thought uh, um, – we didn't turn over as much. Allowed us to get back on defense. Played better defense, and then and then uh, uh, cut down on the turnovers. You can win four or less. So hopefully we can. Uh, um, with new guys playing eleven guys early in the year, you're going to have more turnovers than that. But uh, at, at the same time, uh, Auburn returned five of their top seven, and Coach Pearl. I mean, you look at both of us teams, three. Uh, conference championship since 21, uh, five times, I think, ranked number one, six, 16 or 17, uh, four by us, one by them, um, and then two final fours. So, I mean, uh, a great win, great way to start season national TV. A lot of people were watching. Um, so really good there. And uh, the things that we can improve and will definitely improve on. Why were you and Bruce willing to do that? Not a lot of coaches. There have been some complaints about the events that we used to have and that kind of thing. 
that was a really neat moment the other night because the whole country got to watch y'all in Auburn. Other schools just are not doing that. Why, for you and Bruce, what was the what was the biggest upside and positive about uh, uh, agreeing to do that? Other than the cool thing about going to South Dakota, and that seems to be a, a great thing for the players and all that. But uh, why why was it important for y'all to to schedule that game? Well, it, it, you looked at uh, the Champions Classic. Normally, starts the season out, and that's a great way to start mm-hmm. out college basketball and. A lot of uh, excitement around that. This year they didn't have it, so we were like first game, second game. When can we? When can we help fill that slot? And it's a great platform, and uh, it worked out better with ESPN on that second day. And uh, again, one of them, I'm sure it'll end up being one of the most viewed games uh, opening week of college basketball. And and that's what you want. You want that that platform. You want recruits seeing that. And, um, you want your fans having that opportunity to get excited for the year. So all around, uh, uh, a lot of good stuff. What about Jacoby coming out there with with 28? I mean, I, I, I don't know if you're ever surprised by anything, but, I mean, that's a pretty – that's a freshman record at Baylor, the way he came out, and there was just absolutely no fear with him. You know, he was hitting the threes early. Um, did that surprise even you that he came out firing quite like that? I mean, that was uh, that's kind of all anybody was talking about, not only the Baylor-Auburn, how good a game it was, but Jacoby's performance was really being uh, talked about nationwide. Well, um, we, we see it every day in practice, so that didn't surprise us. Mm. Um, did we think he would set a Big 12 freshman record, fourth in Big 12 uh, uh play as far as most points by a freshman we probably didn't venture that far um just because records are hard to break and for obvious reasons but uh uh he he shoots in practice we we plan on it going in and when it doesn't we're we're more surprised than when it does obviously he's an elite shooter and what's really um special about him is uh his practice habits are so elite um great great work ethic doesn't force things takes high percentage shots. Even today, he didn't make uh, um, as many threes, but he, he takes good looks. And that's that's the first key to uh, being a good shooter. Um, you're in charge of your own shot selection. So um, if you take good shots, you're going to shoot a better percentage, and that's what he does. You'd think and it's six, only six, scoring seven. Too. Oh, yeah, he towered over everybody trying to guard him. Uh, but he didn't force it. Like you said, I mean, I do think some people that have all those expectations are going to like, well, I need to at least get 12, 13 points. Obviously, he could have done that. Uh, certainly, that didn't even really occur to him, it seemed, from watching that game today. No, and that, Again, that's why he's going to be um, uh, a really good player for us and at the next level because he's not, he's not consumed by the wrong things, which are stats. I mean, at the end of the day, if you got good shots, um, if he doesn't shoot a lot, that's on us coaches. We got to get him better shots, and uh, that's on his teammates to make sure we find them. Um, but at the same time, in a game like this, where he had such advantage with the height, and I think we outscored him in the paint 66 to something. Um, you want to take threes, but uh, uh, if if you have that big advantage inside 66, 28, you want to you want to take take advantage of that as well, and. Um, and and we did a good job of that today. Scott Drew, you've never had a freshman like Eve 
uh, Misi. You've had great freshmen, but that that just arrived on campus, dunking on people and disimposing rim defender, rim runner. Um, yeah, I mean it's kind of wild to to what again y'all y'all see it in practice, but when you get to roll it out there and the rest of the country sees it, it's pretty imposing. And that he did it at the end of the game the other night. I mean that 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 mm-hmm. was kind of cool uh, that he turned it up and and saved his best when the game was on the line the other night. Is he is he just kind of always? I mean, since he arrived on campus, is that just kind of how he is? Like nothing seems to phase him too much because. He is already pretty scary and uh, and pretty dominant. But he he's really done. A, uh, he hadn't played basketball long. I think it's like three years, and his rate of improvement is is has been through the roof. And um, I think uh, uh, a lot of a lot of his uh, 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 blocks and dunks we've seen in practice, um, but. When he first got here and he started doing them, that was that was impressive. That caught all of our attention. And then then he's carried out and done them in games. And um, he is he's somebody that uh, uh, continues to uh, improve. And uh, he, he lets the game come to him too. He's been a great teammate. Um, Jonathan Chamochachwa does a great job in providing leadership for Josh and and uh, uh, helping Eve. Uh, get better every day and what's great about going against someone like John is John's going to run the floor every time John's going to rebound every time so that makes them block out every time it makes them have great habits all the time and if they don't um, then they get they get exposed all right and um, Langston Love off the bench for 20 points in 20 minutes I mean he's been good in both games you knew he would be but man, that's a that's a guy eight for fourteen, very efficient. He's hard to stop when he starts penetrating, and then he's just gotten more and more consistent with his. Uh, y'all didn't shoot the ball well from three point today. He was two for four though. He was fine, and he was hitting big shots the other night. Um, I mean, to be able to bring a guy like that off the bench, I, that you've had great bench guys, but that's kind of that's kind of different when when you can you know a guy like that. Uh, that's pretty. Uh, that, that that's extremely helpful to a team. Yeah, we we we've we've had more six man of the year award winners in the Big Twelve than anybody, and uh, big reason for our success is is when we've gone to the bench, you bring in people like going back to Torian Prince, uh, Devonte Bandu, um, uh, Jeremy Sohan, um, L.J. Cryer. I mean, just a. a, a in, in the past, when we've gone to the bench, we've gained and people have gone down, and that's when that's been a big advantage for us. So, Lanks and somebody that uh, uh, his first year had the red shirt, second year, um, it, it took a half year to recover from the ACL, finally got going with his confidence. Then he had the eye injury. Then the summer, he, he had another injury, and uh, um, uh, finally getting back to, to, to some consistency as far as. Um, he always works out hard and always uh, um, uh, takes care of his body. But as you know, playing, you got to get in a rhythm, and that means you can't be out for extended periods of time. And um, uh, that's the biggest prayer is that he stays healthy because he can, he can really uh, contribute in a lot of different areas. He's really good at scoring, and you talked about his 20, but he's really done a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think we had six scrimmages with officials, two 
uh, uh, exhibitions, and he's been one of our best facilitators, getting in the paint, finding people. So uh, we need we need him to be a stat sheet stuffer, not just a scorer. All right, I think you are going to be uh, adjusted from uh, what are you twentieth now? I think after seeing that Auburn and everything else, you're going to come rolling up the board there. I don't know. You're not consumed with that stuff, but the rest of us are. All right. So let's get it up there around, you know, 13 and 14, a 13 or 14. That'd be a good play. You don't want to go too high, right? Just kind of ease in there for a little bit. But uh, it's going to be fun uh, to watch all this. And Jaden Nunn, by the way, I mean, you knew he's going to be a really good defender. You'd been talking about him. But the offense that we didn't talk a lot about is there. Like he has a nice three point shot. Uh, he can get his own shot. He can get to the rim. He can facilitate. So it's kind of neat to have guards who can sort of all do different things. One might be the best defender. One's just an all-around scorer. One's an actual point guard for you. Um, I mean, that, there's a lot of diversity to this backcourt. Well, and 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 that's where um, uh, the, your biggest strength can be your biggest weakness, and uh, we got a great bench, figuring it out, making sure everybody plays for each other, um, and and stays content in their role is going to be really critical because uh, you want to be able to have that 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 bench that gives you um, uh, uh, night in and night out a great advantage. And so we'll we'll, we'll tighten up rot- uh, lineups, rotations in the in the future here, but uh, in in the current time, uh, a lot of exciting things happening. And uh, I know Sunday we're going to need everybody. Uh, that's going to be a good game. And uh, uh, especially early in the year, you see uh, uh, Presbyterians in Gardner-Webb Conference. They just beat Vanderbilt. Saw James Madison beating uh, Michigan State. Doesn't matter who you are, early in the year you got to be ready to go. And mm-hmm. especially teams that have a lot of new guys, um, it's, it's, it's harder on you. So um, come to the Farrell, make an impact. We'll give yeah. you, uh, hopefully give you a lot to cheer for. Show the Cowboys game like at halftime. We've got to figure out how to address the NFL crowd, right? So there might be a way. <laughs> you, the Cowboys to, uh, don't need to watch to, that to the last minute anyway. So uh, my thought is just come and then turn on, <laughs> turn on the game in the last minute. <laughs> it's the Giants. They're horrible. So I well, say well, come watch the good. Bears. and. Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Uh, yeah, King McClure was worried. By the way, your team's too deep today. He said he said he thought it was could it could be a problem. And I thought, man, that is not a that's not a problem. Scott Mines is to go eleven deep. I mean, the only problem is if you're in a blowout, you don't have a lot of you can't really call off the dogs. I was watching that today. You, there's not really you can't take a lot of guys off the court because they're all you know. It's a really good team. But anyway, just know King was a little concerned about that during the broadcast well, today. And, and and that's 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 I mean uh, that's why normally most teams you have a, a seven, eight, nine man rotation just so um, yeah uh, because when you play a lot of guys you tend to have more turnovers and uh, it's harder to get in a flow with things. So. Uh, I've always said coaches' jobs are to put your teams in the best position to be successful. So uh, we, we tweak, change what we do each and every year for what's best for our team, and we'll keep doing the same till we find uh, what's best for this team. And the great thing is if, if you do have an injury, you have an illness, um, season's not over. you got options. 
Scott, I appreciate it. Always fun to have you. Um, and I'm going to pick you out a pair of cowboy boots. You seem like a guy that could really – I'd like to see you coach in a pair of boots. I'm, I'm oh doing the gosh. show from City Ranch <laughs> Boot Company today. Jay Kelly, okay. a big-time Baylor Bear, uh, and uh, his his wife, Terry Ann. So, anyway, uh, you know, a, a snake, kind of a snake skin or, or crocodile skin. That just seems like oh. something that would be a good fit for you, all right? Oh, well, that sounds great. All right, Thank well. Take care, Matt. Thanks for all you do, sir. Appreciate hey, you. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. There he goes. Scott Drew uh, joining the Matt Mosley show as he will. We'll kind of do this. Sometimes we'll want Scott, you know, Scott, we need you this week. But the uh, the Baylor folks for the men's and women's team have done a great job of kind of scheduling this out where we're going to get Nikki and then we'll get Scott, and it's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we appreciate that, especially on a game day. On a game day. All right, uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you up on.